Welcome to the Pretty and Purpose Podcast, where we remind you that your pretty is beyond what the eyes can see, and your purpose is your ultimate destiny. We must fix each other's crowns because sometimes, girl, they be raggedy. <laughs> this is Celeste, Maya, and this is Jess. Hey, Posse. Welcome back, y'all. Hey, everybody. So we are back with another Pretty and Purpose episode. Let's see. Last time we talked about pretty privilege. Ladies, did you all become privileged in your pretty <laughs> this week? <laughs> so I have very minimal experiences these days. Like I don't have any cis seconds because I don't inter- interact with anyone. I didn't have any privilege because I haven't done anything. So, so, like, you really just be home, like, 90% of the time? Yeah. Like, I drop, wake up, take the kids to school, come back in the house, and I'm home. That's it. Working. I never leave out the house. Yeah, I never leave back out the house. On Do the weekend, you miss course, working I, in the office? Um, Sometimes. But I do, but when I do have to go in or go to a conference or something, I'm I'm quickly reminded that I don't want to go back. <laughs> I have to like put clothes on, like actually do my hair. Um, Zoom has a filter, so my face looks all nice and like even on camera. So I don't have to do my makeup, but it doesn't look like that in real life. So. Wait, the time out. When does Zoom get filters? Oh, oh yeah, yes, yeah, you can filters. touch up your appearance, honey. Yes, I've never known that. <laughs> you can put lipstick on and like, yeah. Although the lips don't follow your lips on camera, so it's up. <laughs> so don't don't try that one. So wow. no, no pretty pretty privilege from um my my home t- this week. Got it, got it. Jess, what about you? I don't think I experienced any either because I really don't do anything other than work, and I feel like it's not really privilege when I'm at work. <laughs> well, I was at I was at work. I wouldn't even I wouldn't say this was pretty privileged. I would say I was rather disgusted as I was walking down the hall and I heard a young lady yo, excuse me, excuse me. And I'm like, I know they are not talking to me. I kept walking. I kept hearing excuse me. So I turned around and all the way up the hallway. What's your name is? Oh, oh, that's a teacher. Y'all. No. A young lady. It was a student? Like, yes. A student. Not you getting bagged by the student. <laughs> Listen. I was that's, like, that's oh, the, my goodness. definitely a privilege there, Maya. I'm that, is, that is not privilege. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> and I just kept walking. And I was just in awe of, one, the boldness. And I, maybe they thought I was a student from behind. I have no idea. But when I turned around... Oh, what your name is? Oh, that's a teacher, like her friend. Anyway, so I was disgusted, but here we are. <laughs> here we are. Oh Lord! Anyway. You know, every day I question humanity. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Every day, every when day. I, when I interact with humanity, of course. All right, but let, let's talk about some some good things that the humans have done, and go into our royal moment. And our royal moment is a time that we salute some queens doing some amazing things. So Jess has our royal moment for today. Yes, today's royal moment goes to Haley Bailey because she is the new Little Mermaid and Woo-hoo! her movie is coming out on May 26th. So let's make sure that we support her because 
we don't get too many African American princesses. So, so don't just download it online. Actually, go to. Right. <laughs> so, are you all going to see it? Of course, I love the Little Mermaid. Okay, love the Little Mermaid. Uh-huh. And I'm going to um, be in there singing. Yes. yes, but I definitely enjoy the comforts of my own home as well. So. It's going to be a struggle. So, Celeste, I was going to ask you if you thought your children were ready for the movie theaters. Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> my husband would like to take my son. He was going to take him to see um, Mario. I, uh-huh. I think that was recently released. But then he was like, mm, Ronan can't sit still for like long periods of time. Okay. Um, and when he does like watch movies and stuff, he's multitasking. Like he's still playing with his blocks or his robots or whatever while he's watching the movie. Okay. So I don't think. I mean, he's only three. Like I don't think it's the time for that. And clearly, okay. Camille. And see, I actually considered it because Caleb will shows, but a movie that's two hours and fifteen minutes long, I'm like, eh, I don't think I want to try it out on that one. And Kenley, she's really chill, but again, I don't know if I want to try it out on that one. So I'm like, There's is no this way something I just do on my own, or do I wait till it comes out? But I want the movie experience with it, so I may just have to do it without them. But then I'll feel bad because it's a children's movie. But I guess I'll have to get over it. I, I well, you can just rewatch it with them. So you go see it in the theater by yourself, and then when the movie comes out on like Disney Plus. Just watch it with the kids at home. Right. Oh, yeah, because for I need to check it out first to make sure it's appropriate yeah, yeah. anyway. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right. See, there, there you go. go. But speaking of the movie theater, I saw on TikTok this morning that they sell the movie theater popcorn at Walmart. So, like, the AMC theaters, butter <laughs> popcorn that tastes exactly like the movie theater. And I was like, I need to go to Walmart after this call because Here's I really my- need some movie theater popcorn. Here's my issue, Jess. I only go to Cinemark for kettle corn. Like, that is my movie experience. And if they do not have kettle corn, I literally don't want to see the movie anymore. Like, I will seek out Cinemark just for kettle corn. And actually, I am going to call to make sure that the machine is working before go before I purchase my tickets in advance. Because last time I went there, like, oh, it's going to be a couple of weeks before the machine is working. And that just... Oh, my movie experience sucked. I mean, the movie was good, whatever the last movie I saw, but I had kettle corn in mind. So before you don't I even remember the last movie because they didn't have kettle corn? Right. Like, I don't even remember because I was so distraught. And I don't even tweet, y'all. I was on Twitter, like, I'm so bad <laughs> at Cinemark. Like, I needed some free kettle corn after that because I was pissed. But anyway. I don't even remember the last time I went to the movies, so. <laughs> Me neither, Celeste. I don't remember. Pre-pandemic, like it was. It's been since pan- before the pandemic. I think wow. Black Panther may have been the last one. So like you the didn't first see one or the second? Black Panther? No, the first. I've seen it, but not in the theater. Right, not in the movie. Oh, so I'm talking okay. about the first one. I'm ashamed to say I haven't seen the second one, and I definitely wasn't going to the theater to see it. So. And now that you say that, I think that that was the last movie that I saw in the theater where they didn't have the popcorn was the Black Panther. <laughs> Let's go with that. Yes. So, so did you get Cinemark the sis second for not having the kettle corn? Yes, because why not? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Hanley, she she's so graceful. She's so beautiful. I love, you know, seeing all the things 
on social media, all the coverage and how she handles interviews and things like that with such grace. So yes, big shout out to Haley Bailey. Yep, that is yep. such a tongue twister when you're trying to say Haley, your name. Right, because you're not going to say Holly Berry. Because I almost said Holly Berry. <laughs> <laughs> so we are now going to move into our sis second. And our sis second is a time where we fix those raggedy crowns that we like see around town. Now, I have the sis second for today, and this is legit a raggedy crown. My sis second goes to all of the ladies who have decided that a ponytail that comes to your back, even maybe your butt, is not enough. We are now getting 60-foot-long ponytails that are dragging on the ground, collecting every particle of dust sweeping the floor. For what? Like, do they go Maybe they're trying to multitask. Do they go to bed with the same ponytail? Like, do that pony go in the shower with them, go in the bed Ew. with them? Like, it don't even reach. It's probably in the hallway while it's in the, <laughs> in the bed. It's not even in the bed. That's disgusting to me. It, oh God, it's so germy. It's like, like wearing shoes. Like, you might as well just sleep with your shoes. Yes. Like, why? Why is it so long and dragging? Like, what are you trying to prove? Not and just... I, <laughs> not just rubbing the little ponytail not I, I had to make sure it was no particles at the bottom you know collecting dust <laughs> yo Jess is uh, sitting here uh, feeling yeah. out her ponytail that's on her <laughs> but I mean we, I saw this girl on Instagram that not only did she have one dragging but she had her baby who was probably two or three with one all the way down to pretty much her foot the baby's foot <laughs> Like, I, this is why I don't go into society. Like, I cannot stand <laughs> anybody. Like, people irk my soul. I do not bother with anybody no more. Like, why? I, why would like, you? Do we think the the longer it is, the more attractive it is? Like, I really do want to understand the cause. Just like the lashes, right? Just like, why are they getting stuff. bigger? People just want to do stuff for attention. They just want to be... Ooh, ah, they want to be the center of attention. Like, she knows that that's a head turner. Like, everyone is going to watch her walk by and be like, oh, my gosh, when she walks by. She's but gonna then, those are the same people who will be like, why is everybody looking at me? Be mad about it. Mad about it. I can't. And you calling for attention. <laughs> I can't. Because whatever reason would you have to make your... I just there's no other reason. That's what that's what I'm saying. Okay, like, all right. Do you feel like you're more attractive? But okay, instead of when you're mad with somebody step on it, mad when somebody step on it, or think that it's a <laughs> and kick it, or you get closed in the door and your head yanked back, like all of those yeah, things. It's so a hazard. There's so many things she did not consider. I know her neck is hurting. Like it's just even with me with braids. Like I don't want the braids all the way down to my ankles. Why? What can you do with it? How, I used how to does like it feel my, good on your neck? I used to like my single twist, like long, you know, like down to, like, like down my back. Yeah. To the top of my butt. Uh-huh. But now in my wiser years, I can't do them past the middle of my back. Like you said, they get it's too, too much hair. hair. It's too much hair. It's heavy. Like you can't put it in a bump. You can't. It's too much. It's Correct. Too much. Yeah, Correct. so it's giving a definite no for me. Yeah, 
It's give it a no. Let's cancel it early this summer so you won't have any fights <laughs> because somebody even stepped on it or you spreading around whatever germs you're picking up off the floor. Let's just cancel yes. it now. But like you're dragging it in the in the, there's so many issues here. You're dragging it through the parking lot, like it's oh, everywhere. Like, like there's gum on the ground. Like you're also, it's, it's obviously <clears throat> track. So when you're dragging that, just imagine dragging the track along the sidewalk in it or on the street. Like it's getting all. I know it's a dreadlock at the end. It has to be. Yeah, it's like, you know, <laughs> that hair. It's getting matted. Yeah, dragging it on the ground. Like what? What is the point? So if you are aware of the um, <laughs> long, long, long ponytails, help us understand because maybe we just don't get it. So help us understand the point. And we appreciate it. And we thank you. I'll never understand. All right. So we are going to move right along until to our topic of the day, which is we value your opinion, but we did not ask you. Right, that's what the girl with the ponytail gonna say to us. That's what she's gonna say, and I thought about that, and that's fine. <laughs> but maybe it's stuck with somebody. Maybe they thought about the health concerns now after hearing us and be like, All right, I value your <laughs> opinion and I'm gonna take it. But we are talking about how you know some people give unsolicited opinion, and like, okay, we value your opinion, but unless we ask. But before we get too deep into it, I'm going to go on and let Jess start us on her journey of we value your opinion, but we didn't ask. Yes. So on today's segment of Where is Jess P? This actually happens to me all the time. And some people have learned to adjust and then some people just do whatever they want. For example, on my birthday, my past birthday, I decided to try a new hairstyle and I had bangs and a bun. Well, I guess my gentleman, my man, Honey Grand, did not like the hairstyle. <laughs> so every time I mention my birthday, he's like, you know, um, I don't, maybe you should try to change it and not do bangs. And in my mind, I'm like, I value your opinion, but I really didn't ask for it because I wanted those bangs. You talking about before your birthday, this past birthday? My past birthday when I went to, was it a baby face? No, it was not a baby face concert. Oh, it was through hell. No. I went to Usher in September, but for my birthday, it was like a 90s R&B concert. Okay. And I saw this hairstyle on Pinterest and I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to try it with some bangs they were fake bangs and i had a bun i thought it was super cute and he I didn't thought like it. it was cute too okay so here here's a great question okay so a lot of times as women um especially when you're dating someone or you, you have you have a spouse in general right you have a person a lot of times we do try to look good for that per- that person because we value their attractiveness to us. So Correct. in that case, right? How do you how do you balance that? Do you say like, um, this is my hair, I like this look, like you good, or you like, all right, well, I really do want him to be attracted to me. So I will take his opinion into consideration when I style my hair again. 
Um, that's definitely a good question because my initial reaction was, I don't care if you like it or not. This is my hair. Right. But then at the same time, I really do value his opinion. So like if he does not find it attractive, then I'm definitely not going to wear the hairstyle when I'm with him. Okay. Okay. Um, but in terms of wearing it moving forward, I don't know. I haven't decided yet because I wasn't sure if it was a hit or not, but I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> now, Josh, you're going to have me looking through pictures to see. No, no, no. <laughs> now, I didn't know the bangs were fake. So I probably need to see those in person and see how they went over, Josh. He didn't like, see um, it in person because he wasn't there. Okay. But the oh, photo, so he's I, thought the, I thought the hairstyle in general was cute. Thank and you, then he Yes, did he say not the bangs? And he see, he was was definitely go, did. I was about to go there because it was a fake bayang, but <laughs> I, I tried not to take it there. But also, you, know, just, you don't tend to wear your hair up. You don't tend to wear like high buns or anything like that. So when I saw you with it, I was like, oh, that's really cute. You don't, that's not usually hey, how you do so. it. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was something different. And I was like, huh, <laughs> I'm going to try this because number one, I don't wear bangs bangs and number two i really don't wear my hair up like that i mean i've been trying to do ponytails here and there but for the most part i really wear my hair down and so in my mind i was like okay it's my birthday i'm gonna you know try something new i think it's gonna turn out nice because i can do it well he didn't really like it (laughs) i mean he hit me with the i'm not saying that is bad but (laughs) you know I just wouldn't try it again. Yeah, and I, I do again respect his opinion, but um, <laughs> and I think that I think that that's good that you brought that up, um, because that that is really a, I guess, sticky situation. Because even thinking about it from our side, so if a man got a haircut that we didn't like, or maybe cut his beard off, or cut the mustache Ooh, yeah. off, and we like. Eh, didn't really feel that uh, a choice of yours, right? But if he like, okay, but I like it, and he keep rocking with it, and we like, but it ain't attractive, like, and it turns you off, you know, it it will make you feel some type of way that, like, dang, you don't even value my opinion enough of how you look for um t- to grow it back or to, you know, so. Dang, yeah. Maya, when you put it like that, because I definitely, yeah. I would not even sugarcoat it. I would be like, why did you do that? I don't right. like that. Grow your hair back. And then I would talk about him every chance that I got. <laughs> Giving your opinion when, and when it wasn't Absolutely. Him. Absolutely. But then you're like, well, shoot, you are a reflection of me. You can't go out looking bad. Like, you know, so then it's that, it's that piece of it. He does photo shoots and like promotional videos for work. And whenever he does one, I always look at his knuckles because they be ashy. So every single time, I'd be like, why did you take that picture with those ashy knuckles? I bought him lotion. And I'm just like, you need to lose or use lotion every single time before you do a photo shoot. So you're absolutely right, Maya. If he did something to change his appearance, I would definitely mention it and give my opinion, even though, you know, he's not asking for it. Right, right, right. Yeah, so. So I guess I kind of have to listen to his when he didn't like the banging. See, look, look at look at us opening our own minds as we talk through these things. <laughs> yeah, so on a more serious note, um, in terms of, people expressing their opinion when I didn't ask for it. My mom does this all the time. And 
when she does it, I have to look at her intentions because obviously she's my mom. She's not coming from a place of malice. But like if I mention something to her, she automatically feels like she needs to solve the problem for me. So for instance, I got like eight toll tickets in the mail and she, okay, it's, disclaimer, they really weren't my fault. Easy pass messed up. And so I have to fight this battle. But she immediately took it upon herself to be like, oh my gosh, like, I just don't know what we're going to do. They're $300. She's calling Easy Pass. And I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't ask you to do a thing. I didn't ask you to be up in arms. I didn't ask you to get anxiety about it. Like sometimes I just need to talk through and process as I'm talking through whatever it is that I'm going through. But she, like she internalizes stuff and I have to realize that when I'm expressing stuff to her. And so. I think that comes with the parenting (laughs) territory. I realize that parents will always be parents. Like parents will always be parents. And I have to tread lightly with my parents because they are also problem solvers, like you said, Jess. So anything that arises, they immediately go into solution mode. And I'm like, I didn't ask for a solution. And I would actually like to, you know, talk about it with my husband and come up with our own solution Mm -hmm. that works for us, you know. Mm -hmm. And but from their perspective, they're trying to protect their their child like yeah. I'm still their child they're trying to protect me they're trying to help me make the best decisions and I get it so I'm trying to be gentle like okay thank you um yeah <laughs> we're gonna talk about it and we'll decide what we're gonna do you know yeah. appreciate your opinion or your mm-hmm. your recommendation but yeah so in hindsight I get it because she's a mom and she, you're, like you said, Celeste, she just wants to protect me. But at the same time, I'd be like, I did not ask you to do a thing. I didn't ask you for your advice. I was just talking. <laughs> right. I was just telling you about it. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's a, yeah. And, and sometimes though, I can appreciate it. Like if I do, again, just talking to my mom, not asking for, you know, an opinion, but like she can sometimes offer help, which is like, all right, cool. Like, you know, I don't mind this help. But then sometimes like the other day, um, uh, one of the babies was FaceTiming her. Uh, I think it was McKinley. I had just finished washing her hair and she's like, you just wash her hair. Oh, y'all, are y'all coming to church? It was two hours before church was supposed to start. Oh, y'all gonna be late for church. Y'all, y'all, and you washed her hair before y'all went. I said, ma, she was just calling to say hi. Like, my child's hair is going to be dry before getting to church, and we're going to get there on time. She was, like, focused on the wrong thing. But, you know, like, um, older people in their, you know, when they set in their ways of thoughts, you know, mm-hmm. you can't walk, go out with your hair wet. You can't. So that that was the only focus instead of just, hey. Right. Well, I'm going to get into some of, the, some of those kind of things, Maya, in terms of the opinions or the... Um, unpopular opinions that sometimes people have about how we take care of our children and that kind of thing. So I won't comment too much more on that, but I agree. (laughs) Overall, from my perspective, I don't know. When it comes to my mom, I guess I have to like take a step back and be like, okay, she's just trying to protect me, but everybody else can get it. They can catch these hands. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) 
But Celeste. Yes. Tell us about your CB secrets. Yes. So on today's segment of CB secrets, um, like I said, I want to talk about some of the unpopular opinions um, and also some of the opinions that as, as a parent, we get um, about like how we raise our children or some of the decisions we make. So I'll start with an example. Um, I know how my son eats his meals and, you know, sometimes they involve him getting out of the chair. Um, he might do a flip or two, um, watching TV, like, you know, we multitask. Um, but I know like, okay, he needs to get the wiggles out while he's eating his food. And that works for us because that's, that's just how we get through dinner time. Okay. Um, but at my parents' house, um, you know, I was raised under different rules at the dinner table. You know, you sit there, eat your meal, yada, yada. Um, so, of course, they ex- they have the same expectations of my children, that they sit there nicely and eat their food. Well, that's not the expectation I have for, for, for Ronan. Of course, yeah. they just do her thing. Um, so, there was one, e- um, one afternoon where Ronan was eating his food. And I knew he had eaten not that long before we came to the house. So, I knew he wasn't going to be, like, super hungry. Um, and so he was eating really good actually. And then he was like turning around and watching TV and like talking. And my mom was like, turn around and, you know, stop watching TV, turn around and eat your food. And I was like, uh-uh, no, 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 he's good. And it's, it's, you know, I try not to say too much in front of my child because I don't want him to think like, oh, you know, mommy's saving me from anyone, you know, but I wanted her to understand like, he, that's not my, that's not how I'm raising him in terms of he can't, you know, it's not that strict in our household, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I was okay with him turning around and watching TV because I know that's what he needs to, to, I don't know. He needs that extra distraction or whatever in order to get through his meal. He's not just going to sit still and like eat his food like a, like an adult would. Yeah. Um, also in terms of some unpopular opinions, um, I have watched, there's a, um, a, a woman who does like gentle, kind of like gentle parenting coaching and that kind of thing on Instagram. Her name is destiny.in. But anyway, um, she shared some unpopular opinions in terms of what people's, I guess, expectations of children are. So for example, um, kids don't have to speak to the grocery store stranger. You know, when you're in the store, people say, oh, hi to your child. And you, as a parent, you do expect your kid to be like friendly and say hello to them. But they don't have to speak to strangers. Like we actually yeah. teach them not to. Um, but for some reason it's like they're expected to be like, oh, hello, strange person in the store. So I actually saw that on, I don't know, something that I was watching and it mentioned that specifically on how we teach kids not to speak to strangers. But then when a stranger says hello to them, it's like, say hi to this stranger. <laughs> so. Yeah. You know, it's a little um, of a catch-22. And I always keep that in mind when, because in church, I'm a greeter. So, like, I have to greet everybody as they're walking Mm -hmm. through the door. And I keep that in mind when I'm talking to kids and kids don't wave back or they don't talk back. Because, like, I know, like, parents teach their kids don't talk to strangers. So, like, I'm okay with it if they don't speak back. Like, it's fine with me. But some people, especially... Yeah, especially older people, like, get up in arms, like, oh, those kids are rude. They don't know how to raise their kids. Mm -hmm. And why is that a thing? 
Exactly. Why is that a thing to begin with? And even like when you, um, you know how you might have a relative or whatever, and you want your kid to go give them a hug, but your kid doesn't want to give them a hug because they don't know who Uncle Jojo is and they don't want to give them a hug or they don't want to say good morning to them. Why? But, but, but we force them to engage with that person. And don't respect the fact that they have their own feelings. And, and like kids have boundaries as well. And that's that's crazy to me that people force their kids to interact or hug people that they really do not want to. Yeah. But so for me, like my children, um, like my grandparents, you know, they'll call on FaceTime and be so excited. And Caleb sometimes like, won't speak or doesn't want to speak but I do you know Caleb say hi you know these are your grandparents say hi or you know when he leaves okay give give them a boom or give a hug or kiss like when it's people like grandparents you know yeah but I I want him to have that type of relationship which is makes total sense but I also feel like um that's the unpopular opinion right that we don't we they do they have to always want to be bothered like we wake up some days and we don't want to be bothered we don't want to say hi yeah we don't want to say hi to our boss we don't want to speak to our husband someone you know like it not the boss yeah not the boss like (laughs) unless you're trying to get us fired I'm just saying, you're not, we don't wake up on the right side of the bed every yes. morning where we're so happy, go lucky, and we want to talk to everyone and all of this mm-hmm. stuff. Sometimes we don't feel like being bothered. And I feel yeah. like that's the unpopular opinion that we expect children to have that mentality when we don't even have that mentality as adults. Yeah. And I also think that kids have a better sense of discernment. So they can pick up on people's vibes and they know who to go to and who not to go to. And so sometimes when your child does not want to hug a person back, it's because they know something that we possibly cannot see. They probably pick up on their energy or mm-hmm. there's something about their vibe that they just not feeling. So so my secret is value the unpopular opinions as opposed to paying attention or tuning into the opinions of other people, especially when it comes to your children. I don't know, Maya, before you get to your, your moment, it sounds like we're on a theme of maybe we should take people's advice. <laughs> <laughs> no, mine is not take nobody's advice. Mine is the, actually the opposite. Like, do what you feel is works for you. Like whatever floats your boat. If you don't want to speak to people, then don't speak to people. You don't have to. Period. Go ahead, Maya. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now it is time for Maya's motivational moment. Sometimes I just want to speak my piece while you hold yours. Let me say that again. <clears throat> Sometimes I just want to speak my piece while you hold yours unless i ask for feedback you can keep that your opinion is cool but only if i ask for a fool all right those come are- on poetry come on <laughs> Wait a minute. did you did you write a poem i was on a roll <laughs> i was on a roll but overall Everyone's opinions come from their personal experiences and what they have taken in through what they've watched on TV, seen in the media, read, seen in movies, or have like experienced through other people or heard about through other people, right? So everybody's 
reality box is different based on your experiences. So a lot of us can have similar and mutual experiences or like sometimes things um, we'll see things on social media like, dang, all black people live the same lives or all of us in our 30s have the same experiences and things like that. Because, of course, there are a lot of commonalities and there are a lot of similarities, but everybody isn't going to agree on the same thing 100% of the time because our morals, values, ethics, reality is based on, you know, our own uh, uh, experiences. So I think that when you are dishing out your opinion to someone else, it's solely based on only the reality that you can see. You don't always see their perception or have experienced what they've experienced to understand why they're making the decisions that they're making. Now, people can offer um, good advice, right? People can offer sound advice, but that doesn't mean that, you know, your advice is law and that if a person doesn't take it, then they're stupid, they're delusional, they're this, they're that. You know, people have a right to decide whether or not they are going to take your opinion or not. And then sometimes people don't even want to hear your opinion. Um, because there's a thing like of overload. Like if I'm having a situation and I come and talk to Jess about it, right? And I want to hear Jess's opinion. Then I come and talk to you about it, Celeste, and you may give me something else, right? Talk to somebody else and they give me something else. Talk to somebody else, they give me something else. Now I have all these different opinions and I'm like, well, whose advice do I take? Should I go this way? Should I go that way? Or should, you know, so oftentimes it's like, you know, people may have those certain people that they want to go to, um, to get advice from. And then sometimes it's just like, I just want to vent and talk about what's going on in my life. I don't need you to solve it. I don't need you to relate to it. Like, I don't need none of that. I hold your peace. Let me just speak mine. And, um, you know, it's therapeutic for people to just get it out, but not necessarily needing someone to then solve it. And I feel like in my, sorry, go on. No, I was going to say, no, I was going to say, then people need to preface their statement with just that. With that, yeah. Expectations ahead of time. Like, if you know, I really don't, I just want to vent, right? Yes. Yes. Then I just, let's set the, let's set the stage with just that. And I think Maya, actually, I had vented to you about something that worked. Oh, it was like, I was having a rough morning, like mommy morning. Uh And I was like, I just need to vent. Like, uh-huh. not that I, not that I assumed that you were going to like try to solve my problems or anything like that, but I set the stage saying like, I just want to get this off my chest. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And, and so that the, 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 the person receiving that has no, um, obligation, right. has no obligation to feel like they have to solve anything. Yes. And I think. People aren't, um, I think that their intentions are good when it's like, oh, let me help them solve this problem. You know, I don't want my friend going through this. Like, let me come up with some solutions. And I think that those are well-intended often, but sometimes it is not what's needed or what's called for. And so, like, I have a friend now who, like, if I may say something, they're like, are you just telling me to vent or, like, do you want my opinion? (laughs) And I'll oftentimes say, I don't want, I don't want an opinion. Like I'm not talking about this for an opinion. I'm just, you know, and they'd be like, okay. And I think that that's good when you can communicate with others in that way for them not to get offended. Cause it's not like, it's not like I don't value you. I do value you. But at this moment, that's not what I need right now. So 
I have a friend like that who is a coach. So it's natural for him to solve the problem or like walk you through the problem. So whenever I'm about to tell him something, I'm like, hey, I just need you to be a friend today. I don't need you to be my coach. And so then I express the problem because when he's on coach mode and I tell him something, it makes me even more frustrated when he's like coaching me through this. And I'm like, no, I just want to vent. I didn't ask you for your opinion. Now here's the catch. This is something I've shared with you all. What about the people who say, Celeste, I want your opinion. And then they (laughs) give you this scenario and then you give them your opinion and then you get in trouble for your opinion. And I'm like, but you asked me. But you asked for. And for I my opinion. You literally came to me. The first thing you said was, Celeste, I need your opinion. And so I'm giving it to you, like you said, based, Maya, based on my own perspective and my morals and my upbringing and whatever, you know, my experience. Yeah, yeah. That's my opinion that you solicited. Yes. Um, and then I gave it to you. And then it's like, now it's a problem. Yes. What do you do in that situation? So I always, whenever they say, hey, Jess, I want your opinion. And then they tell me right after they're done talking, I'm like, okay, so do you want my honest opinion or? See, but that's the thing. Like if someone's asking for your opinion, why it is so it's levels to opinion now? Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Well, depending on the person. Like, but see, do you want to brutally honest? Do you want me to sugarcoat it a little bit? <laughs> well, no, I mean, you're not going to be rude or disrespectful. Right, right. Depending on the relationship, of course, assuming that you have a good relationship with that person. Mm-hmm. If they're asking you for your opinion, then they want your honest opinion. Like, what would you, what are they going to say? What's your opinion? opinion? Your fake opinion? Like, <laughs> well, no, it's all in the delivery because right. you could be like, you know what? I think you're absolutely foolish. You are making a mistake. I, but that's what or I'm saying. You could be like, you know. Yeah, of course you're going to come to them respectfully because they're coming to you respectfully asking for your opinion. And as a friend, if I'm giving you my opinion respectfully, like, well, you know, here's what I think, you know, not being rude or anything. And then, yeah. then it's like, it's a problem with your opinion. Like I, I just, that's no, what I, t- I totally understand that and have experienced that. And then, also, when they ask for your opinion, but then also challenge it, it's like I'm not. <laughs> it's my like me, my opinion. me myself personally. I believe and feel as though like it's just me. It's just me. I'm not giving you law. <laughs> I'm telling <laughs> you my personal opinion. So, whatever you say, that's cool. But if you ask for my opinion, why are you challenging it at this point? You know, so I definitely understand your frustration with that, Celeste. And I actually think that that's then on the other person. Like, you asked for the opinion. They gave the opinion. Now it's a problem. It's your problem at this point. Well, it became, it has become my problem in the past um, (laughs) in certain relationships. And I feel like once, I think my new rule of thumb is once someone um, reveals to me that when they ask for my opinion and I give it to them and it's a problem, you'll never get my opinion again. So mm-hmm. if, if if someone who has done that to me in the past comes back for my opinion again, they won't be getting it. Or my husband suggested just tell them what they want to hear. But that's not my personal. No, no. So I'm probably just going to err on the side of I don't have an opinion. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I'd rather stay out of it. 
Yeah, I'd rather stay out of it. And do you all get offended if someone asks for your opinion, you give the opinion, and then they do something total opposite? Do you feel personally offended by it? I'm not necessarily offended. Well, yeah, sometimes. To me, it depends on the significance of what's going on here. If okay. you just ask me, what should I eat for lunch? And I say, um, girl, go try that Chick-fil-A sandwich. And then you go do go to McDonald's. I'm like, well, why did she ask me? Like, why, <laughs> why did you just waste my time and yours if you wasn't going to go where I told you to go? Uh-huh. But if it's a more serious issue, like, you know what should I do with my grandmother? Should I put her in the nursing home? Like these are bigger issues. I'm just yeah. making something up. Yeah. Like that's a family decision. So I might say based on my experiences, oh, well, yeah. I recommend doing this and this is what you should get or home health care and this and a third. But you have your cousins to talk to, your, your auntie and some other people to talk to about what to do with grandma. That's a family decision. So my opinion may not be able to be accounted for in yeah. that yeah process that's that's true but if you call me for my opinion i give it to you and you do the complete opposite the next time you call for my opinion i'm i'm telling you off i have cousins who do this all the time (laughs) and it's like you sat there and wasted my time for two hours and had me walking through your entire life for two hours only for you to do exactly the opposite of what i told you to do don't call me no more yeah. Because now I'm mad. Now I have internalized this situation and now I'm mad. Yeah. So don't even bother to call me. Yep. So then you set up boundaries. Once it's like, okay, fool me once. I don't know. We setting up boundaries right now. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. So all in all, like opinion opinions, of course, everyone has them. Um, uh, we're gonna hear them all the time, but just know your audience. Um, know when someone just wants to vent to you. Know when someone actually wants a solution. Um, And just sometimes if it's you that needs to vent, just kind of preference that and just say, like, I just need to vent. I just need a listening ear. Because sometimes you'll get on one of the opinions that will then, you know, cause heated discussions, arguments, or even break up friendships. So, you know, you definitely don't want to do that. You want to be clear with, okay, I do want your opinion or I don't. So here we have it. And some opinions, as we have learned, are actually valued, even when we don't want to hear them. (laughs) (laughs) They are valued. Yeah. All right. Um, Anything else, ladies? Are we ready to wrap it up? I think we're ready to wrap up so I can go get my popcorn. My movie theater popcorn, Jess. All right. <laughs> All right, guys, if you would like to reach us, you can send us an email to pretty the letter in purpose duh at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at pretty underscore the letter in underscore purpose duh. And we are pretty and purpose podcast on Facebook. And until next time, folks, that is all that we have. Thanks, PMP Podcast.